You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Talk of Liberty podcast. This is episode number 170 of East Central and his favorite podcast. I'm Jeremiah Morrill. Today I am joined by uh, fill-in co-host Zach Burcham, uh, sports desk, Chase Payton, who's going to pay no attention at all tonight because we're recording at the beginning of the sports season. <laughs> Producer Chris Guffey. Zach, you take over at this point. Why are you here? You have to explain that to Well, I'm here because uh, Dakota had some visitors from out of state, and so he's home doing the dad grandson father thing um so to fill in for him we're gonna to, uh, do the patreon thank yous patrons what keeps the lights on here whoa, it's nice and comfortable whoa, 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 oh, skip past yeah it. Sorry. this is this is the part where you you're such a rookie this is like it's your third time here i forgive you uh you're supposed to introduce joey and then okay. go back and we do the back and forth thing we got chase we got joey molinero from barstool sports who's coming back hey. for his third trip back to the podcast today happy to be here and uh, he's playing the Papa Top game over there. Yep, 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 yep. Got yes. it. And we're celebrating the beginning of <laughs> Joey. Uh, what you have to understand is Chase is never going to wash those keys again. Now that you've touched them, <laughs> <laughs> celebrating the the start of all the sports in the same week uh, this year. Um, and so, I'm going to look. Nolan Ryan looks like shit, though. You let his hair go; <laughs> just doesn't look the same. Anyway. Okay, so go ahead. <laughs> That's how out you are on baseball. It's been Is a while. Okay, it's okay. been a while. Gotcha. Oh, I, yeah, I can't even fathom how long I've. <laughs> Kirby Puckett I... might be a name. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is uh, way back. Tom yeah. Glavin, Greg Maddox, okay, Ron Gant. We got most of the Braves going here. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. T- yeah just the TBS, yeah, yeah. TBS, <laughs> John Smoltz. We got. To, <laughs> I could name a lot of Astros. Okay. I could go uh, Jim Deshays. Uh, hey, he's Bagwell. a Cubs broadcaster. He's, he's great. He's from my hometown in New York. My dad and no Jim way. Deshays played Little League together. I love Jim Deshays, yeah. man. He's so good on yep. TV. We used That's to, awesome. So we used to go to Catholic church together. Uh, and my, it's one of my mom's favorite stories about me as a kid. And we're going to get back into this stuff in a okay. second. But we used to sit in the row in front of the Deshays family. Oh, man. And my, in my family, he was Ace Deshays. He was, I didn't know his first name. He was Ace Deshays. Right? He's the, yeah. number, you know, taking first round Yankees, all that stuff. Yeah. Pitch for the twins, pitch for the Astros, all that. Uh, so eight year old me, major league baseball pitcher sitting behind us, straighten up. His wife is looking at my mom and it's like, how the hell do you get your kids to sit like that? It's because it's because you just look at the guy sitting next to you. Yeah. Because yeah. of that. And she's like, what well, doesn't work on our kids? <laughs> so <laughs> that's awesome, dude. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. That's it. Cool. So yeah, that was, uh, that was the deal. All right. Anyway, uh, shows about our lives in rural Indiana here to push your boundaries, make you think as individuals. Sometimes we'll provoke you. Other times we'll make you laugh, but hopefully you will always learn something new. And now the Patreon thank yous. It's nice and comfortable in here because the lights are on. The AC is cool. Um, got to thank the Patreon people for that. Uh, and if you, you can donate at any level, uh, $5 is kind of the, 
the base, but unless you want to be like Mason and you want to donate like 32 cents or whatever's in your checking account. We'll take it. Um, but if you have $50 or more, you get your name shout out every episode. So Craig DaCosta all the way from Hawaii. You got Chris Lamb, Christy Avery, and Jonathan Phillips, uh, who's the car sales guy who keeps all the, uh, not me yet, but Dakota. Someday. Dakota if you listen Jeremiah. to the Patreon, you'll know why Zach's ready for a new top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or a new Yukon. I guess. There's something. You got to go to the Buick GMC guy. So it's, you have Is to get a Fauci Yukon throwing next. out the opening? Yes, he he he, he failed miserably. Oh, no. Just like That's he did bad. with the COVID. <laughs> oh no! Guffy shouldn't have any room to what talk because he should be posting the BHOL one, the T chip stores, BHOL one, BHOL two, and BHOL three. He wasn't here the last time I was here. He just took the weekend off or something. <laughs> Uh, so you can, that's, that's got all the apparel to support the boss hog of Liberty and a little bit of that comes back to the show as well. So that's how you can support the show. And I think you guys are probably still looking for sponsors, aren't you? Always. Always. So if you're looking for, uh, if you're interested in sponsoring the show, contact Dakota or Jeremiah and they'll give you all the information you need about the reach and what kind of downloads and visibility you're going to get with sponsoring the show. It's an amazing ride. My dad is in the chat reminding everybody that he did hit off of Jim Deshays in Little League. Nice. So he's, uh, very still good. remembering that 40 some years later, Pop 50 more. some years later. Couldn't get him past the lefty, Paul Morrill. <laughs> <laughs> Bats left, had trouble, started early. Yeah. All right, so so Joey's here with us, and uh, the last time you were here, you were uh, you were like uh, Jersey Johnny's co-host, right? <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And I love Jersey Johnny. I hung out with him at, at the wedding. Okay, yes. So had, had a really good time hanging out with, with, uh, with Mr. Samasco. Indie legend. Of yeah, course. Yeah. Guy loves the Colts so much. He When they moved to Indianapolis, he left his house in New Jersey and moved mm-hmm. here. Right. And yep. he's and he's been on the radio for 25 years on, on the weekends and Joey was with him. Mm-hmm. But since you were here. Yeah, that was like February of 2019, I want to say. Yeah, or, you, yeah, you you had like the most epic holidays. Thanksgiving, <laughs> Thanksgiving until March was uh-huh. like this. This incredible rocket ship to fame. Like your world changed completely. It did. Yeah. Do you, yeah. I will leave that as a jumping off point. You can try to explain because I will, I will come nowhere close. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it was man. And, um, thanks for having me again. I always love coming out here. It's great studio, great, great place, great company. But, um, yeah. So I, me and Ben Polizzi, my buddy, we were here in July of 2018. I came back in like February of 2019, just, just being in here with myself and you guys. And, uh, I mean, you know, you were, you were long for the grind. You guys were there. You, you knew that we were, we were just hustling and, 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 uh, grinding our way, trying to get noticed, trying to get people to like our stuff and then pick up on us a little bit. And, um, you know, as, as the old cliche goes, you know, Rome wasn't built in a, in a day or, you know, there's different, it takes time, you know, and, um, it, it took a lot of time. It took a lot of, uh, doubting and questioning and my wife, keep pushing me thankfully and not being like, Hey, what are you doing? This is dumb. Let's get rid of this and just like go make some actual money. Um, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, I, I just like caught, caught my break on, on Thanksgiving of this past year. I, I did a Nick Saban impression. I was like, Oh, this would be fun. You know, I like people will probably, you know, people, some people will say like, Oh yeah, it's funny. Some people will be like, Oh no, that sucks. But I didn't think it would do what it, what it did. And, um, then all of a sudden I find myself, uh, on Thanksgiving uh, afternoon at my grandparents and, ESPN's tweeting it out and Barstool's <laughs> tweeting it out. And I, you know, then all of a sudden I've jumped to past 10,000 followers in a day. And I'm like, what is going on? You know, like after I hit 10,000 followers on Thanksgiving day, I was like, I What's made better? It. <laughs> I, I, I'm at 10 K baby. I've this got is turkey insane. at 10,000. I'm good. It was, it was incredible. 
Um, and now you're at like 200 million. <laughs> no, but from that, yeah, from that point, it was just like, you know, just, just, um, you know, keep going. And, and I kept creating and doing different things, trying different impressions, trying different videos. Um, you know, I had uh, coach Ordron from LSU, a couple of his did really well. People seem to like those. And then, uh, on Christmas, you mentioned the holidays. It was funny. So Thanksgiving, I had a statement and then Christmas day after we got done opening up gifts and everything in the afternoon, I did another Saban of him post opening up gifts. You do press and, conferences. Generally you, you, have, you have angry Nick Saban. And sure. Press conferences it was just like, the, you know, Nick Saban after opening Christmas gifts or something like that. And it was just like 40 seconds of him just, you know, ripping the people in his family about how he doesn't have time to take things back. And he doesn't really like this gift and yada, yada. And uh, then all of a sudden, before I know it, that has like 3.5 million hits on Christmas day. I'm like, what? Well, this is insane. And, uh, so from that point, it's just kept rolling, man. And I got to go to the national championship and, and, um, you were, January, you were, you New were Orleans. a guest of Twitter, right? Like, yeah, actually like, like the Twitter was, invited you literally. It was, the, I for sure thought it was like some sort of like Persian prince <laughs> online <laughs> scam thing because I get a, I get a tweet and it's like, Hey, Joey, check your DMS. Uh, I want to have a cool opportunity for you or something. And I was like, okay, he'll, you know, this person will like pitch me to like do a podcast or like send me a t-shirt or something like I, you know what I mean? I didn't think. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm like, Hey man, what's up? He sends back. He's like, I'm such and such from Twitter sports and we love what you do. And we want to offer you a trip to the national championship with a hotel and tickets on us to stay in a suite. And I was, I was like, I literally, my first response <laughs> is like, Okay. Well, hey Riley, you know. we're getting cash fish. Let's follow. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, I mean, do you need my like social security number next, or what's going on here? You know, like, and uh, finally, I looked him up, did a little bit more research, and everything was real. And uh, so then, literally, that was the Monday before the national championship. So in a week's time, then all of a sudden, I'm like, well, I'm going to New Orleans next week. <laughs> and uh, so that was crazy. And then from that point, again, just kept going and going. Now, and, and when that more and, is that the moment where you get your blue check mark in the suite? They're like, here's the paperwork, sir. <laughs> that now you're, <clears throat> you are verified. You like yeah. a they, they took me in a side <laughs> closet and they examined everything about my life. And, and I had to pass a questionnaire and then they were like, okay, you're verified. No, but, uh, I wasn't verified at that point. And, um, and then over the next two months, um, you know, like the ultimate, the ultimate class thing. And like in the Twitter suite, right? Like you get, you get this different band badge. It's like the, if you're verified, you get a pre-printed name badge. And if you're unverified, you have the one that they hand, for, <laughs> yeah. they hand drew that says just Joey. But it was wild. So in that suite, uh, like dude, you know, dude, perfect. Yeah. Those guys, yep. yeah, yeah, the yeah. trick shots, they were in there. They're just playing beer pong over on the, on the railing. You they, meet, uh, Drew Brees that night. I met Drew Brees that night. Oh, so that. we're, we're in there and, um, I, I peek my head outside the suite cause I was like looking for a charger. So I remember. And I looked down the hallway and there's like four little like blonde kids all wearing Joe Burrow jerseys. So I'm like, Oh, that's Drew Brees' kids. And just cause I've seen them on social media and everything. Cause you're creepy like us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so then I said, mentioned to somebody in the, in my suite, I was like, Drew, Drew Brees right over there. And they're like, yeah, he's actually going to stop by our suite and say, Hey, and I was like, Oh, okay. Another perk. This is, oh, I love Drew Brees. Literally right after they said that, uh, Drew Brees walks in the door. I'm the first person that he sees. So <laughs> you're the welcoming committee. Oh, I, yeah, I'm like, I, I'm not just going to like turn my head to Drew Brees. So I'm like, Drew Brees, what's going on? I literally said his full name. I was like, Drew Brees, <laughs> what's going on, man? He's like, Hey, what's up, buddy? Like shook my hand down to who the hell I was. And, uh, so then I was lucky enough that, uh, the saints director of social media 
was in my suite as well. So he was like, and he, he recognized me from like the coach. O impressions and everything. And he was obviously big in Louisiana. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good good place to be. Right. So yeah, that's, yeah, we're in the Superdome. And, and so he's like, dude, we got to get you and drew doing a, doing a video. I was like, ah, yeah, I don't want to bother him. Like these got people all over the, you know what I mean? And I was, he was like, the last thing he's going to want to do is like do a video, you know? And he was like, he said, no man, he, I I work with him every day. He's great. Like it'll be, it'll be great. I was like, okay, you do it though. I'm not going to approach him. Like you, <laughs> yeah. if you're, if we're going to do this, you do it. And then I'll be like, Oh, we're doing it. Okay. So he approached him. was like, drew, this is uh introduced me. And, and he was like, Oh yeah, I already met him. Cause he remembered it. And, I, and he was like, no, 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 he, you, you need to do a video. You need to do a coach. O together. And he was like, Oh, you do a coach. O? And I was like, yeah. And so they filmed us and, and you know, three, two, one, and we hit him with it. And then I, I like gained his respect. I felt like, cause like after we did it, he like thought it was funny and he gave me like a bro hug. He was like, Oh, I love it, man. That was great. And I was like, Oh man, it's the best night of my life. True breeze. The coolest guy ever. Um, did you, uh, did you happen to drop the, Hey, my, uh, my wife's a producer. I did. Yeah. I was going to say that. I that was immediately. A, that's right. That was a very, that was a, like one of the initial. So after he reintroduced me, I was like, drew like big fan, man, Indiana guy, like me, you know, my wife cheered to Purdue. We're, we're boilers. And he was like, Oh hell yeah. Boiler up. And so that won him over a little bit. And yeah. then, you know, we hit him with the go tigers. And then all of a sudden <laughs> it was, uh, you know, he, he really respected it, I think. But, um, yeah, from then that point on, and then the combine was in town in Indy, like it always is, like a month and a half later, and that's where I kind of got to like you know really start connecting with the different NFL people and the part of my take guys who were in town, like they always are, and then that's where the connection came from Barstool, and then like two weeks later, a week later, I was on a plane to New York. So yeah. I, I watched that video as soon as it released, and I was like, oh shit! I was like, he's gonna do something with him, and then like like you said, two weeks later, it was it was boom. Yeah, yeah. So that day after we collabed and did some videos together, um, Big Cat, Barstool Big Cat, my guy, he uh we talked for a little bit afterwards and he he gave my he gave my information to Dave uh Portnoy. And uh <laughs> it was actually funny. I haven't told the story very very much because I don't want to make Dave look bad, but uh later that night or later that afternoon, I get a text from, from Portnoy and he says, Hey Nick, it's Dave from Barstool. Uh, and so he called me Nick the first time <laughs> I said it. And I was like, I, I went back and forth for a while. Cause I was like, I don't like, I want him to know that that's not my name, but I, I don't, you could be Nick forever. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't want to show him up or like make him look bad. And so finally I went, I was like, Hey, yeah. I was like, this is Joey. I don't know if you, I forget what I said, but I was just like, this, yeah, this is Joey. Uh, I don't know if you got lost in the shuffle, but, uh, yeah, absolutely. would love to talk. And then he was like, all right, well, I apologize for the bad start. I'm going to put that on big cat for giving me the wrong <laughs> thing. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. So then we talked later that night. And then, like I said, uh, we were on a plane in New York the next week. So that's amazing. Pretty wild. Pretty so, wild. And, it's, and, and the, the seminal moment at all of this was Andrew Luck quitting on us. The worst day in every Colts fans life <laughs> was when you had to, you had to branch out. I had to branch out. And, um, you know, that was, I, that was on my bachelor party. It was a Saturday of my bachelor party. So me and, 20 other my best, you know, close to 20. We're in this, this, uh, three story place in Wrigleyville in downtown Chicago, having a great time. We just finished the Cubs game on a rooftop, like living just the best life and getting ready to go out. And then all of a sudden my buddy, I'll never forget it. We were on the back patio and my buddy just runs from the kitchen. It's like, no, <laughs> no. We're like, I was like, who died? Like if you're, if you're listening outside of Indianapolis, uh, this is like, 
on par with Kennedy assassination for people. <laughs> yeah. I was people. in the. You remember when and where? I was in the. the I was in the stadium that day. Yeah, yeah. And I, I get the notification. I think, oh man, this has to be fake. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, it's not fake. And then I just slowly look around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what reactions everybody awesome. feeling? <laughs> they booed him out of the stadium. That was a he still is a huge thing in indie sports radio. <laughs> the debate of booing or not booing but yeah so he runs out he's like no and i'm like oh my god we're either we're under attack or something <laughs> and he shows us all his phone and it's just that tweet from shefty I, mean, I never forget how he said he was like andrew luck is uh he informed the colts he's retiring like uh he's had enough and he decided to bow out and i was like oh my <laughs> god man i had my buddies like throwing trash cans like kicking in the you know holes in, and and i'm like guys we, we're renting this place <laughs> too much. And so we didn't even go out that night. It was it totally ruined. Month. I mean, it just, the, I that, was, it went out. It was, it was Sarah's birthday weekend. We were at, uh, we were at Charlestown state park down outside of Louisville. And I had, I was having the greatest night ever. We're sitting there by the fire. I've got the Indy car race on the Indy cars were at gateway down. It was a Saturday night and I get on my phone. And I'm like, Oh my God, we have to change the channel. We have yeah. to, we have oh. to watch this stupid preseason game because because the world just ended. I was midway through the end. I was at Gateway. And so I, I, you could kind of get Twitter to work sometimes, but you couldn't quite. Look at us. We were all there at were places. Many, there were too many people. I was at the Indy Fuel game. There were too many people there. And so I was like, I was like, April, I was like, well, she's like, well, I was like, Andrew looks retiring. I was like, this is not good. And but yeah, we were someplace where nobody cared either. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, we weren't in an area where anybody really noticed, although it was probably a lot of Indy people there. But, yeah, for sure. But I can't remember if they said, I think you could hear it kind of going around the grandstands a little bit, but. Well, it's funny too, is that, so one of my very good friends, he's, uh, he, he's, hmm, how should I say he's brash? Like he's, he's, you know, so he's very like in your face kind of. And, uh, I literally probably like 40 minutes before the luck news broke, we're all sitting in there like drinking, shooting the shit about football, debating about like, well, uh, what are, are, are well, the Colts win the division this year, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, and my, uh, and uh, my dad was like, I don't think they will. And my buddy, who I'm talking about, was like, I'll bet you $100 right now. Colts will win the division. Right now, I'll bet you $100. My dad was like, okay, I'll take that bet. Then 40 minutes later, luck retires. And so now my dad still, every time he sees that buddy of mine, he's just like, where's where's my money, man? It's, uh, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, it was, <laughs> man. Tough, tough times. Once the bet is in, it is in. Yeah. yeah. You're done. Yeah, I know. So I think oh, my shoot. favorite impersonation of yours is Colin Coward. <laughs> that one's my favorite. When you do Thanks, the butt, man. Colin, I, I lose it every oh, time. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's, I posted a video about it today. And uh, so Erica Nardini, uh, the, my boss, CEO yeah. of Barstool, she went on uh, Cowherd's like, Saturday special podcast where he kind of you know breaks free from his regular programming. It's just essentially like an extra extra you know piece of content. And uh, at the very end... She was like, did you know that we have a, a barstool imper- or do you know that we have an impersonator of yours like with barstool and we Cow- pay somebody just to sound like you Colin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then Cowherd. Yeah. He, 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 he kind of snubbed me a little bit cause he was like, oh yeah, uh, it, it's uh, Joey something. He, he didn't know my <laughs> name. And I was like, <laughs> he was like, God, he's so funny. Yeah. And I was like, you can't, you know, my come on, man. And so I, I'm Joey something to Colin Cowherd. <laughs> So, it yeah. is the, the coolest part to me is when the family members start 
telling you, yeah, you're on track. I know his, I think his daughter and maybe the Saban's daughter, Saban's daughter also uh-huh. were, you know, pointing yep. it out or, or yep. that's got to feel good. Like, you know, you've hit home when, when the family members are like, yeah, this is funny. Dad. Very, very much so. Yeah. Those, those have been two big ones. That's like, yeah, like you said, I mean, obviously they're around them, you know, the most of everybody. So when they're on board, it's funny. I've had a few people who are in coach O's circle who have, um, reached out and you know, they're like coach O loves your shit. And you know, he's like, he especially loves when you make fun of Saban too. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, of course I'd gladly will keep doing that for coach. O. so I'm an adopted LSU fan. Go tigers. Uh, you know, people give me a lot of crap about it. I, I fully admit I'll jump on the bandwagon. I don't care. I, people, people are weird about fandom and sports. It's a, it's a very odd thing of, of, of like, you know, if, if you're not, born and raised in the play. If you don't root for the team of that, you're born and raised in the place of, and like if your team is good, then everybody just thinks you're a bandwagoner. You, you were getting or, shit about Steelers like yesterday on Twitter. I mean, it's insane. I, every yeah. day, yeah. every day. I, I can't tweet about the Cubs or the Steelers. I've literally my you, whole entire life. Is you're an Indianapolis dedicated. guy. You cannot like the Steelers. It's wrong. It's, there's no, there's no link. It's impossible. It, it's the most ass. And especially with the Cubs, when people are like, how do you like the Cubs? I'm like, there's not a major league baseball <laughs> we, representative. I could yeah. like the San Francisco Giants. There's yeah. no team. People are always like, what do you like the Yankees? You just jumped on the bandwagon. I was like, my grandpa loved Mickey Mantle. Like, <laughs> dude, if you pay I, enough attention around here, drive around, you'd think we're a suburb of Chicago based on the number of Cubs flags, license plates, stickers you see on cars because... Yeah, that's the only baseball team around here to like. A lot of Reds fans. A lot of Reds fans. fans. Reds, there's some Cardinals, you know. Unfortunately, some White Sox people, but. They're the rare exception. You're a Bear, you know. I'm a Bears fan. You're a Bears fan. I have the mixed cities. You feel me, though. I I swear, I I do not. Anybody could come up to me and be like, oh, yeah, I'm a fan of these. Cool, man. Good for you. That's what you like to root for and and watch? Good for you. People get. I am full bandwagon baseball. Don't really. I, I when the Rays were good, I was all Rays. Right. I went to. I watched the Yankees and Rays play down the trop. All in. Evan Longoria. Another. There's another name for you. Nice. Yeah. I had the Longoria shirt. I was in. But uh, yeah. But the, going back, Houston. When I don't care if they're the Asterix or not. My childhood team. They won. So you know. Oh, no, that's fine. No, but, they're a bunch of douchebags. I, <laughs> I hope they get hit every pitch. I. I once again, my baseball ref. My my baseball mind is all. It's all from when you're ten years old, right? So I still can't understand how in the hell they they yeah. the, they, they shouldn't the, the American League NL thing with them is 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 like the Seahawks and the AFC NFC. Oh, it's, yeah, it yeah. blows my mind. That like, wild. It, it, yeah, they don't belong because they there. were Cubs rivals for a long right, time. Yeah, NL Central back. Yeah, then. they were the NL yeah. growing up. They were the NL mm-hmm. that you know Jim had to hit all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Totally different now. How the hell they played the Dodgers in the World Series just cracks me. It, 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 that, that that was weird. But I mean, this this is a, uh, typically more of a political show. The what I what I always compare it to in terms of like, because I don't care if people bandwagon. I don't. I I just don't care about who you root for, when you root for them. It, it, I I think it's completely asinine when grown men get that upset at other grown men for rooting for dudes who are like 10 years younger than them. I mean, it's the most ridiculous thing ever, but what I compare it to is like, of course there's going to be more fans like bandwagon fans. When a team is being successful, it's just like with political candidates, like in election years, all of a sudden you're going to see like more Pete Buttigieg like stickers or well, not anymore, but like, you know what I mean? Like two years ago, you're not going to see that, but when it's more prominent, when things are happening right now, when it's more of, of a story and it's like right in front of your face, 
yes, you're going to see more people like putting signs in their yards, putting stickers on their cars. Like it's just, it's, it's, it's a, something obviously I'm very passionate about because I, I think it's completely stupid, but well, it's like, example. I'm a Notre Dame fan, but how can you not like LSU last year? You got coach. O, you got Joe Burrow. I mean, great story man there's a lot of a lot of cool dudes on the team I mean, how can you not like coach O? like unless you're an alabama yeah. fan or i guess a clemson fan you can't not like that guy did you see that video of him running down the street shirtless oh of course <laughs> <laughs> he can beat the shit out of me <laughs> well running is an asterisk he was more like yeah it was <laughs> a, a, a brisk walk with his arms moving you know like it, it wasn't True. much of that but uh of course with <laughs> his friend ray baker that's what he, he calls his son you said something that tweaked me a second ago and the the guys are all 10 years younger than you mm-hmm. zach and i are the same age now and we are we are right at that point 37 38 where it's like there's there's barely a guy left in the in in pro sports that's our age. Oh yeah, I can barely right. Like uh, other than Vinatieri, like it, you're starting to look around and now. It's like, well, Tom Brady and Philip Rivers are older than me. Like, but Drew Brees. Yeah, I mean, you're getting to. There's a few. You're down to the five percent of the the guys that are left are they're damn good, right? They're there for a reason. Yeah. The run of the mill guy that's 27 that's going to have a three year career in the NFL is gone. Yeah, and that's. I mean, it's it's been like when I yeah because you're that, you're at that age now in your life where it's like. The, if somebody's all your the, peer, the, the guys your age are either they're right, they're peeking out, or they're going to be all stars. They're, yes. they're going to be Hall of Famers. Yes, yes, exactly. Like all the best players in the NFL are much younger than me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you know, being a huge college football guy, it's like, oh, you know, half these kids can't even buy booze legally. <laughs> you know, and that that's very weird. But I, it, it hasn't been as as weird of an adjustment as I thought it would have been when I was like eighteen. You know, I was always like, that's going to be odd when. I'm rooting for somebody who's younger than me like that, but I, you know, it, it's just a totally different realm. You don't even think about it when you're it, like rooting for them on the field. And in stuff. our town, high school sports are huge, right? In Newcastle, sure. we've got the world's largest high school. Of course, you know, so it, it doesn't strike us as weird when you have a 70 year old dude that shows up and knows everything that's going on in the 16 year old boys' world. Like it's, yeah. just, it, it's, I don't know. It, it probably depends upon the culture, and if you're in a high school town, a college, you know, if you're in Columbus, Ohio. Then all the time, right? Uh, yeah, always, absolutely. always about absolutely. the the crimson. Yep. Uh, and then in my mind, I think more pro sports. Uh, that's just where I'm where I'm at. Yeah, and it's it's like even with uh, you know like IndyCar drivers, you know, I mean, some of them, are my, you know, it's different because it's a little yeah, wider. They, spread. <laughs> it is wider spread, but you know, yeah, some of them are my age, and you got a lot of guys that are definitely younger than me and, and yep. you know but then you have colton you know, colton hurt is in the top five won two races last year he's 19 years old and yeah. you've got scott dixon who turned 40 yesterday who's exactly winning every race yeah right? yeah for sure and yeah. if you look at the nascar cup series which i'd love an update over there on fake sports desk from uh, producer chris um kevin harvick is like 45 and he's the most dominant guy in the series right now too so you can you can be 50 and win races in nascar i knew, I knew he, i was like Shaq retired and i was like i remember when he was a rookie I remember when Peyton, I remember, Man- I remember Peyton Manning was like the hot new player. Like, oh, look at this. I, I was like, he's gone. Like he I remember so Kobe gone. coming yeah. out of high school, you know, straight yeah. in. Because we went through the era of hey, Jonathan Bender and, and Kobe and all of those guys yeah. coming straight into the NBA. Right. And now that's ancient history. I mean, I mean, the fact that LeBron's getting pretty old for the NBA that, still. That's that's and that's that really me. hits you because yeah. when he came in and he never looked eighteen. Like some of those guys come in, they That's come in at high said. school and they look like <laughs> high school players. They're trying to play basketball. Yeah. I, I opened myself up. <laughs> <laughs> like LeBron, LeBron came in and he was kind of like that new breed of player that was 
you know, the size of a power forward, but was playing like a guard yeah, and run. Yeah. Well, now he's got a kid that is annoying, but is like 15 or 16 years old. And, you know, ESPN and Bleacher Report can't stop reporting on the dances that his son Bronny does. So that's how old LeBron is, is that his son is now like, <laughs> will LeBron and Bronny get to play in the NBA together? And that's, you know, like a legit conversation that people have, unfortunately. So. Yeah, four years. You'd have to get four years, right? Four to yeah, five more years, maybe. Because he's like, I think he's going to be, a, yeah, so he at least has to do one year out of high school. So I don't, you know, but to be honest, I don't get too in the weeds here, but I don't think he's that good. Like, I don't, mm. I don't think he's going to be the capability. One on one, him NBA. or uh, LaMelo. <sighs> oh, LaMelo, for sure. Yeah, LaMelo's a little bit older, but yeah. I mean, it's in the, that's just my opinion. Not Greg, a big Bronny guy. Greg Oden wasn't that good either, but he got to the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Bronny's like, not seven one or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I, one more thing here, I want to work in, then we're gonna we're gonna start moving past. Yeah. We got a formal request from intern Mason. Yeah. That you follow him on Twitter because he wants credit back at the Draper where he works. <laughs> he wants street cred of being followed. <laughs> What's his name? What Mason? Rot. What? I think he's R O T T four four two. Yeah, something like that. Something four, like four one two. Uh, R O T T four four two. I want to say that. I want four four two. And if Mason that's not rotting house. That's that's our boy. Just got him. All right. Follow. There and then, it is. And then we can't. Uh, I told Mason that he would have to send a cool profile. Uh, he, he would have to send. It looks some, like they're having a good time. Somebody's passed out in a camper chair. Oh, that was the like 8500. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it. Picture. Yeah, it looks like it would that be was, taking uh, that's place the out three there. Infield. Uh, I told Mason, I said, this sounds like you're asking, for, you're, you're trying to, you're getting his DMs and you're going to ask for nudes. And then Sarah had to remind me that you asked, you had the live nude sign in your registry and I tried to buy it. <laughs> we tried to buy it for you guys and it was already gone. Yes. Some, some of my work friends hopped on that and that's still <laughs> hanging proudly in my den. <laughs> now so that's uh yeah. that is much to the dismay of my wife but uh she's good sport instead we got <laughs> you some some knives or toiletries or something yeah yeah, yeah so mason there you go got there, to follow there you guy. go chase yeah. you're out of luck you have to earn it well I, Listen, I just like what's your what's your it's okay <laughs> i'll be honest joey okay 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 i love your shit Thank you. And I'd love you to follow me, but you don't have to because no, I, I should have followed you already. Sometimes honestly like that and it's bad, but just like sometimes people will be like, oh, thanks for the follow back finally. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's okay. I'm like, man, I, I was personally know. offended when Joey unfriended me on Facebook and then I realized, oh, no, he's just off Facebook and that happens too. I understand. They, that yes. Too. Oh, my God. It did not mean to, it did not mean <laughs> to do that. I just I had to uh, I just followed you. I, I it just um, it got to the point with Facebook that i mean i was like lucky to maybe see one of your posts like every, oh, yeah, every everything else was, overwhelmed right well everything else was just just like random people like i don't know why the algorithm of facebook like brings up every like chick that you hated when you were 16 years old <laughs> and like that that you know like keeps bringing them back in your life but that's like all it was and so i just said you know what I got to start over here. And Fresh. so I just might be yeah. part of one of those psych experiments that they're doing. They're trying to see if they can manipulate your mood by let's just feed them a bunch of stuff just to see what happens. It could have been and sometimes. Yeah, they do. Yeah. The algorithms are just a, a very much. So, and I was like, what? <laughs> None of these people who are on my timeline are like even remotely close to people that I interact with at all. Yeah. They're not my people anymore. And so now it's been great. Now I have like, I think like 77 friends. And yeah. it's all just it's like people you interact with the and know. most people that I exactly. Yeah, it's, it's great. A cleansing is not a bad idea. Yeah, it's really at not. all. It really I can, isn't. you know, like, Oh yeah, we went to elementary school together or yeah, I knew. <laughs> yeah. 
It's, it's not a bad thing. You it know, keeps me. It, it really does keep me in touch with a lot of people that I wouldn't be otherwise. Right. So I'm not. I don't criticize it, but at the same time, it's like, oh yeah, you're pissed about masks, or you're you're you know, right. You don't like whatever's going on in California right now, and you're like, uh, I don't need to know that. That's uh, man. That's. I've <laughs> uh, been some. We all have those relatives, right? Oh God, <laughs> my. Oh, I have. I have relatives I've never met that tweet that uh, send me every day, five, ten <laughs> times a day, the the IMs of. All of the stuff I need to know. And I'm like, listen, if you didn't talk to your family, you wouldn't have this problem. <laughs> so you're getting pretty famous. And it was, it was quick turn. <laughs> He's trying to get us back on track. Is this going to be an ad read? No, you're getting pretty famous. I, I, I'm a faithful click. I always hit the heart button when I see your shit. Thank you. And sometimes I check the comments and most, a lot of them are, he don't miss. You think? Yeah. What I was worried about. Yeah. Or what I was wondering about yeah. is you ever get something and you're like, man, that's really me. Oh, dude, all the time. <laughs> I mean, holy cow. Like, uh, yes. I mean, my um, uh, there was a, a while there when everything kind of started going down um, in, you know, January. And I was just kind of getting used to everything. And then, like, I hadn't figured out how to, like mute certain notifications right so i was just getting everybody's thoughts you know? <laughs> and, just a uh, constant stream yeah, of crazy and, and i've so i've i've since learned but um yeah i mean just like yesterday for example some dude just like comments on something i posted like four posts ago on instagram and is like has he ever done anything funny <laughs> and like so i get that stuff all the time i mean you know like uh mostly on instagram i'll get some crazy shit on instagram people will literally dm me and be like you're my least favorite person on the face of the earth <laughs> i'm like i mean there's like al-qaeda and like you know there's like a lot of bad you know, like kim jong-un like wherever you land politically like the, the, and i'm the worst one like i mean People are crazy. So, um, yes, I, I do get bad stuff. I do get mean comments. <laughs> the comments on Barstool, whenever we get posted on, wherever I get posted on there, I don't care if it's the funniest video that's ever been produced. Like, people will inevitably just totally rip my ass. And then <laughs> that, that, so that's weird. And that's kind of tough. But, um, you know, it's part of the territory, I guess. So. And at the end of the day, whenever you, whenever, like, whenever I see it and like I click on that person's profile, like, they have like, you know, 98 followers and like a picture yeah. of a dog as their thing. And it's like, all right, man. I mean, I, you know, I don't mean to be that guy, but like, if Jimmy Fallon thinks I'm funny, I'm, I'm more concerned <laughs> about that than, than I am about you. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Well, yeah, my well, mother, you, you yeah. need Mason to take care of anyone. We'll, we'll, send <laughs> <it>. <laughs> well, it's like I didn't, you know, you went so long with like people who were so supportive and is very yeah. lucky. And then all of a sudden, like once you hit a certain point, then doesn't matter what it is. It's just like you get the people who just hate you. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's very weird, but hey, again, it just comes with the territory. <clears throat> I just sent out a, a, a picture of, uh, of Joey. You're wearing a very unique shirt. It's uh, November 2nd, 2016. Yes. Which is obviously the celebration of my brother's 30th birthday party. Uh, he turned 30 <laughs> on that day. So I, I thought that was really nice of you to, to wear oh. a shirt celebrating that, that epic, epic party we had. Well, what a glorious day for him. Yes. Yeah. He also just so happens to share a, a 30th birthday with the day that the Cubs won the world series. Oh, no. Shit. I lost 20 bucks that day. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
yeah, this is uh, my folks at Obvious Shirts. They make great stuff, and uh, give them a little plug here. But uh, yeah, they uh, sent me this, and I love to love to rock it. That's Especially very with cool. opening day tomorrow for the Cubbies. So that's very cool. Mm-hmm. I I got the reference. I I knew uh, I yep. knew immediately what it was yep. going to be. Yep. yep. I, it took me it took me a minute to go. Why the hell would he wear that? And I said, Oh yeah, a lot. Yeah, it's funny. I, and you, you know, guys are kind of in a slump though. It's been four years now. <laughs> are you ever going to win again? You know, it's like Jersey Johnny used to always <laughs> say that to me. You know, he'd always just be like, I mean. You went so long <laughs> without winning. Do you want another one? Or are you fine with one? And I was like, I mean, the one is good, but I'm ready to go again. Prefer, like not, that, to, prefer not to wait a hundred years. Yeah. I was like, uh, you know, I'll be honest. Like I don't have anything against the Cubs. My, my girlfriend's brother-in-law, he, he's a huge Cubs fan. We went for his bachelor party. Sounds a lot of like this guy. I know. Well, he's he's basically my brother-in-law, but he's sure, not sure. officially. Yeah. So okay. he's you not- made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> he loves the Cubs. So I wanted I didn't want them to win so early in my lifetime. I <laughs> you wanted, wanted to them, drag this out. I want them to <laughs> another another generation. I wanted to them suffer. to drag it out like thirty more years, but I did want to see them win. Just not so soon. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I'm go- like this. I'm kind of torn here because you, you didn't <laughs> want to see him win in 2016, but you did eventually want to see him win. Yeah. So I can't be too mad at you. But yeah, it's like um, I, I tell it to a lot of people. They're you know they're like, oh man, being a Cubs fan that must be pretty tough. And I'm like, not in my lifetime. I mean, <laughs> in my lifetime, we've you know been five outs away from the World Series. We've won consecutive division titles. Been in the playoffs. Like it's been fun. You know, we had it's our like, we've had our run three straight NLCS, win a World Series. I'm like, I mean, overall, in, in my lifetime, it's been pretty great to be a Cubs fan. So, I mean, if you're 20 years old and you're a Red Sox fan, it's the greatest thing ever. Oh like, I'm a, I'm a dynasty. What yeah, I mean, curse. What, Sorry, what curse you guys Bambino. suffered so much. Oh yeah. man. For sure. Yeah. So I'm very spoiled as well, a Cubs fan. I'm chase for insulting Joey like that. I just want you to sit there and think about uh, <clears throat> Super Bowl 41 for a while. And, hey, we'll, uh, and we'll get back to you. Big Ben's looking pretty good. He's looking great. He's looking slim. I got the slim Ben shirts up. He's he's uh, he's, he's going to be good. He looks younger than ever, skinnier than ever. Did he shave? He shaved his beard, uh, but he, he does look he does look thin. He looks in shape, so that's good. All right. Uh-huh. Yeah. <sighs> it's weird because... Uh, Usually around this, this is like my favorite time of the year because you're getting ready for yep. fantasy football. Yep. You know, all the best can. sports are about to happen, playoff baseball. But now, like, baseball's just starting up, so I get this, like, spring vibe, and I don't know <laughs> if football is going to start on time, so I don't know when I'm going to start my fantasy football. So I don't, I don't know what the... I don't know what to feel right now. So conflicted. The The whole rhythm of 20, uh, 2020 has been just crazy. Wait, wait, right? There's no rhythm to 2020. It, no, the, no, the rhythm no. is a disaster. And I, we have, we're going to talk about all the sports happening at once. That is, that is on the itinerary, but I'm going to try to bust through a couple of things really quickly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I masks are required in Indiana. Uh, and that was foreshadowed by the Indy 500 announcement the day before that we're going to, we're supposed to wear our masks at uh, at I'm the ready. speedway what do you got what's it what's it say uh this is actually from uh, anthony calhoun's golf oh name dropping you guys week. raised like a quarter million dollars this week it was great it was a great outing chatham hills is awesome ac's the man but i got my mask i'm ready how was johnny manzel johnny football was great he was um he was johnny football he's got a lot of tattoos now i like tattoos so it's not a thing i was just like whoa okay um, but he was a really good dude so it's good to meet him but uh yeah that's i'm ready to go in case we need to strap him on case governor Holcomb comes around. We may have to. Uh, <laughs> so that was, that was the thing is the governor made this big announcement yesterday. Nobody really, I, I guess it was understandable. 
that every state around us had the had the announcement, but Indiana went ahead and did it, and it wasn't really leaked out. He just, I wasn't expecting it, and all of a sudden he made the announcement in a press conference yesterday. Uh, and then later that night, the the attorney general, the lame duck attorney general, Spangle yeah. pointed out to us. Uh, he said, <laughs> "No, that's not legal. It's not going to work." And then. Uh, he got the big fu from over every small town police department and sheriff's department in Indiana, saying we're not enforcing this. So now we've got this big fight over whether masks are required or not. And perfect. I don't know. I the way I look at it, I he he had the executive order. There, now there's talk of hey, they need to have a. There's a lot of legalities, and I think eventually the legal side of this is going to end up in 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 court, and they're going to decide how powerful the governor is or not. Um, which is a nice science experiment later for the political side. Uh, short term, I think he did it because everybody else did, and it was politically expedient to do it. But yeah. I think Walmart made this decision last yeah, week for I everybody think, when I they made it, it statewide. If anything else, he's covering for yeah Walmart, the IMS with the track, because I know that even our local sheriff's department said we're not going to enforce this. But if a local business says they want you to wear a mask in their business and you refuse to leave after they tell you to, now you're trespassing. Then yeah, they can call us and we will we will enforce that. But they said you know the they're not going to enforce it just out in public. So, so I'll be honest, like I was on the side where, Hey, you should wear a mask. If you go to Walmart, you know, blah, blah, blah. I would wear my mask. if I felt like I needed to, but now I just don't want to wear a mask. Cause they're telling me. I have. <laughs> <laughs> now you want to protest. Right now <laughs> I heard now it's a sign of weakness. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, living in downtown Indy, it's like, a you know, it's a different it, it, feeling it, it, for you in a town of a million people yeah. than here. We have 20,000. Exactly. Exactly. And I, 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 you know, I totally respect that difference. And I think, um, you know, I'm just one of those people that like, it doesn't bother me when I'm downtown Indy. Like if I, if that's what I have to do in order to be able to have football in September's on Saturday or whatever it is. Right. Or just like, I, I would rather just like bite the bullet, you know, if you will, for, this month or, or, or two months and just do it. And just so we can get back to normalcy, you know what I mean? And so that's, that's my thing is like, I get, you know, people want to say like, Oh, well that's not, you know, that's my right to be able to make the decision, blah, blah, blah. Sure. But to me, in my opinion, I'm just like, man, if it's just like, if you're just doing it to just go into Walmart or like if this is Starbucks. And if this just is like, all I have to do, right? If yeah. this, yeah, if this is all I have to do to help the greater good, to make it to where we can just like get back to our lives to where you can just not have to do it and have everything that we wanted and missed during all this craziness. I'm just going to do it. Yeah, somebody point out, this could be the alternative to another stay at home order. And so if this stops another stay at home order, then they're like, sign me up. Like I'll wear a mask. If, yeah. it, means, if it means that we don't have to shut everything down yeah because it's a situation where like all the sports are getting started everything's finally we're finally finding a way to get things moving even if in some cases it's you know it's very different but all of a sudden all the numbers are up too so it's like oh if they're going to shut all this stuff back down again it's just like just like just wear the mask and we north carolina already did they mandated it the friday before we got there and for the most part, like all the businesses were very compliant and, but around time, if you were in like a gas station, then it was just like, no, nobody had them on. Um, but it wasn't that bad. We just, we got carry out the entire week. We shouldn't, yeah. we, and we're like, Hey, we'll take the food home and we warm them to go get ice cream or whatever and then leave and take them off. So, and yeah. that, like that's a, like an indie and it, and it kind of feels, it kind of feels dumb, you know, when, when we're doing it. But at the same time, it's like, it's not that bad. Like you said, because like you can still, go into a bar, right? Well, 
they just made it today. <laughs> it changed today. Yeah, they changed today if they don't serve food. But you can still go into a restaurant or whatever it is. And when you enter, you have to have the mask. And like, if you go to the bathroom, you have to wear a mask. But when you're at your table, it's normal. It's normal. We, I was at a restaurant before I came here and we wore the mask, sat down at a table, took it off. And then I put it back on. So I, for the, to go out to eat, I had to wear a mask for about 90 seconds. We did the same thing. We, Sarah and I have traveled a bit. And in June, we did a week long, 10 day trip to New York state and their restaurants were reopening. Like at the very end of the trip, we were there and it was the same deal. Put your mask on, go inside. They did a little list of, Hey, who's in your party? What's your phone number? In case there's a problem, we can come back and track you down. And then if, once you're seated at your table, you can take your mask off. No big deal. It's fine. And I have no problem if a restaurant wants to do that. It's the, it, my problem is, is when the state comes in and says, Hey, we're going to pass this rule and we expect the Henry County Sheriff's Department to have to enforce this rule. And now guys with guns have to go make something violent. That doesn't have to be violent. When I think the problem was really solved. If you went to Walmart two days ago, everybody's wearing their mask at Walmart because Walmart's saying you're not coming in if you don't have your mask on. Right. And man, as so goes Walmart, so goes the nation. Like it yeah. literally, as <laughs> soon as Walmart made that decision, everybody's like, yep, masks. That Same was with it. Starbucks too. Yeah. Like I, the one even before like uh, the, the citywide mandate happened in the beginning of, Ju- of July. Um, I, I have a, I have a Starbucks on Mass Ave. that's a couple blocks away from where I live. And every morning after I do whatever I do, I, I start my day going over there and getting, getting some coffee. And their thing the entire time has been, can't come inside. Unless you have a mask to get your stuff, everybody in there has a mask getting their coffee. So, you yeah, know, it's your. It's point. just it's just the dress code, right? It's what you got to do, and it's it's been a progression of getting used to it. And I, you know, they give them to us at work for whatever we needed. If we needed more at the office, we want them for our personal life, so we're safe and healthy. And you'd wear it, and I'd go to the Rural King, and I'd be the only person in Rural King wearing yeah. a mask, right? And then you it's like, oh, looks, you're like, you're like what, what's wrong what's with you? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> why, why are you? What's are yeah? Are you are you sick? Um, See, I had the opposite experience uh, um, because the Kroger that's a block away from where me and my wife live downtown, um, probably you know March April before before it was really like okay, you need to wear a mask, you yeah. know. <laughs> we'd go in there and everybody had a mask on. except for you <laughs> except and you're for getting us. daggers <laughs> and people are oh my lord I mean people even had like plastic gloves and I was like okay we need to figure something out here so peer pressure got you made, right yeah, and once it gets sure. to a certain point you're like I sure. gotta wear it yeah that was so our New York trip was formative to me because everybody was doing it mm-hmm. so if I forgot my mask in the car I, or I, I say I, I wrote to somebody else I'd just say no you know what I'm going to wait in the car. You go inside, do it. Cause I don't want to be the only asshole. That's not wearing my mask in the store. Don't want those glares. Right. It's not worth no. it. I'm here to have a good time. Hell no. I don't. Want so to- I, I try to look at the bright side of it is we have a lot of really ugly people in this town. <laughs> so now I'm, I'm not going to have to look at all of their faces. That's a good, uh, perfect. That this is something we should build off. You know what I mean? Like if you, you don't celebrate. look at ugly people, you don't want to worry about smiling. Kind of guy. If you don't want to have to have people, re- you know, even, okay. I'm, you know, before all this stuff happened, it was still like, if I was going to go to a coffee shop and I saw somebody fringe that I knew, I didn't want to waste my time talking to them. I didn't want to have a Larry David, awkward, small talk, yeah. you know? And so like, when you have a mask, you pretend you, you don't know. Hat down, yeah. mask, it's very tough for yeah. them to recognize. Oh, Joey's big time on me. He doesn't know who I am. Now you got the mask. And you're like, ah, sorry. 
There I had go. no Perfect idea. Perfect excuse. Yeah, that's I had a, no idea. It's a big thing locally. Small town. My mom can't go through a grocery store oh, without yeah. running into 12 people she knows. Yeah. She can go through a store and she'll walk right past somebody she went to high school with and it's known for 40 years. <laughs> they don't even know who each other are. Yeah. It's just like, hey, so now my mom's grocery trips are probably down in time frame like 60 or 70%. <laughs> exactly. Just based on the fact that she's got a mask on. They don't know who she is. She Those are speeding through. Two very big positives of the mask. Yeah. All right. So I... I have a black mask now. Now you, you've got a you've got a mask that has has I, detail. I, on I it. bounce around. I right. have the the nurse one. I have the sky. Yeah, so I bounce around. So I've had I've had a black a black mask they gave me from work, and I said it's too small, can't wear it. And then I ordered the Wood Brothers Racing Team. They they had some, and I told Zach about it. And we both ordered a couple, and it fits me pretty well. But the Indy five hundred, no matter what happens, if they're letting people in the Indy five hundred, I'm going to the Indy five hundred. Yes, got to wear a mask. Well, I have a black mask that I have on the front of my face. I'm like, oh, that's not gonna how, work. how can you drink all the beers? Well, okay. That's the loophole I figured out too. We'll get to that. But I, I ordered a white fishing mask. I'm like, if dudes can wear a fishing, you know, you're out there for a sun cover. I can wear a light. That's why we're like a buff yeah. or a it, net gator. Yeah. And I just pull you it, it around your neck. You yeah. just pull it and I'll, that's and I'll the be easiest okay. one. Yeah. So that's, I ordered that it's white. I figure I'm not going to get burnt. I'll be fine. So that's, that was my concession. The day they said, you got to wear a mask to the 500. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do that. And then I'm like, you know what? They're really, I, I'm sure that they're saying that you have to wear the damn thing and you're going to have to wear it when you come in the gate or they're going to give you one. If you're in the bathrooms, yeah, you're going to wear one. If you're in a tunnel, you're going to have to wear one. If you're sitting in your camp, you know, like a tailgate area and you're eating, you're probably not going to have to wear a mask. You're eating a hot dog or you're drinking a beer. You're probably not going to wear a mask at that moment. Well, is that, uh, right? is, is the, uh, I so, didn't think like the infield stuff was allowed. Like, can you go I've turn still got three? A, I've got a turn three parking pass. So I'm fully expecting I've still got it. It's still valid. Maybe. So I'm, they're not going to have the snake pit and that other stuff, but shoot them linking I'm, up with you. Though. I'm going to be in I the infield like, okay. turn three pop up and we're going to, we're still going to hang out. You've got a camping pass. You're going to be camp, outside yeah. in lot two or whatever. And they said that those spots are going to be bigger. Um, I think they, they said the infield capacity is going to be down 90%. They're going to be running infield at 10% grandstands at 25%. So we're going to be more spread out than normal for the, if it's 10% of the crowd and they don't have the, the snake pit area. We're going to have, it's going to be the most luxurious I was gonna say, Indy 500 ever. <laughs> it sounds like the ideal Indy 500 it's, that I've been wanting. It's going to be great. You've got space. <laughs> you've got your, you've got your food, your drink, whatever you hang out, low stress, climb up, go hang out in your seats for a couple hours. We'll get back. It, it's going to be, we're a month away. It's going to be super chill. I know. Traffic won't Very be too exciting. bad getting in or out. You can't no, get in until eight o'clock. Not. So I can get up at five 30 in the morning instead. I mean, they're going to keep it under a hundred thousand people. Each grandstand, like in the turns holds 37,500 people. So they have all the people on the property would be able to fit in one turn of the grandstand. If you put, if you, them if all you were in, normal, packed them all in there. So yeah, it's going to be quiet. So it's going to be like a, it's going to be like carb day, but spread out amongst the entire property. I'm excited about that. Yeah, they mentioned That's like supposed good. to have them in the campgrounds, and everything, and I was messaging back and forth to them. I was like, you know, what's going to be a real good idea? Have a bottle of water with you, so you can be sipping. Yeah, if you're if always you're, if, if you're, you're always drinking a, a drink, you're good. And but they're gonna, I mean, they're gonna for the 500, they're gonna put stickers on every seat you can't sit in. Some poor guy between now and then is gonna put <laughs> put up wow. two hundred thousand stickers. That's wild. I'm gonna try and take. That's one. why ticket sales end tomorrow. Yeah, so that they can start stickering. Parts, yeah, start stickering. So. When you're out in turn three, mm-hmm. are they going to have some, like, are they going to have people, like, walking around, like, Hunger Games style, like, checking to see, like, if you have, you know, like, enforcing that, or what's the... So, I th- I, I think it's still going to be... They, Doug Bowles, yesterday in his media availability, said they're going to ask fans to police each other, right? So, they're going to hold each other accountable. 
And then the yellow shirts are going to say, hey, man. So I'm feeling like you're going to have five or six warnings before you get thrown out. And they're like, we will ask you to leave eventually. If you if you totally refuse and you're an asshole, you're going to be asked to leave. But it's probably going to escalate three or four times. The official plans, there would be yellow shirts first and you get a warning. And if you didn't listen to the first yellow shirt, then you get the supervisor. So you can get that with the tan hat. And then if that Zach knows the protocol, yeah, I read, I, I skimmed the 88 page. The what tan hat name? guy. I've seen, I've seen his people. name is Phil and he's a, he's, he's, he's a Rick peach. actually Rick. I could give you his last name too. I know a supervisor there and he doesn't know me. And then if, if you're still being resistant at that point, you're probably going to be combative to, you know, um, then they'll call the police in and then you could be escorted from the property. But I think that they'll be pretty understanding as, as long as you're, if you can handle a yellow shirt normally, then you should be fine. I just feel like in that situation, yeah, like you're in your own space, you're eating, yeah, you're drinking. If you have it around your neck or what, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, the normal, I feel like it, it's the golden rule. As long as you're with your group and you're socially distanced and you're okay, probably not going to get messed with. Yeah. But if it's, if you have a massive group and you get a hundred people together and they're starting to stand too close and they're not doing the right things, then yeah, now we're going to have a problem. But I, I got a feeling it's going to be a live and let live deal. And that's like, so an indie, like uh, the Rathskeller, um, few like 16 bit, few like outdoor venue type bars. Um, you know, you have to have the mask to get in. Right. And they're very, you know, they're very strict about that. It's like, if you don't have one, you're not getting in. Sure. You have the mask to get in. But I mean, it's just really hard at the end of the day to enforce that. You know what I mean? To like, uh, if, if you have a group of a, I don't know, I mean, Definitely different than what's going to be at the 500, but even at like the Rathskeller when you're out in the beer garden, I don't know, maybe like 150, maybe like 250 people, 300 people out there. And it's like, you know, people have, some people have them around their necks. Some people don't have them at all. Some people just take them off. You know, it's yeah. really hard to enforce that. You know what I mean? It's just like that deal of like, have them when you come in, have them with you. And then you kind of have to, like you said, police each other. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see. It's been, it's, it's an always evolving target, right? Like earlier this week, Greg Doyle was in the Indy Star and he absolutely slayed Eddie Gossage for having an event at Texas last week. Racing's been on the forefront of having these events. Indianapolis is getting ready to have the biggest sporting event that we've had since the pandemic started with even 80,000 people showing up at the Speedway. And he took Roger Penske to task for saying you're going to have 150,000 people together. And then the Speedway made their announcement, announced this 90-page plan, and there was a, a very lovely story from Doyle yesterday in the Star saying, hey, yeah, it's it's kind of informed consent. Everybody knows what they're getting into. We'll see. He said, I'm going to go, right? You know, he, he was – he was. the Star has been very tough. They've been very aggressive on – on policing this, and like, they've been they've been a, a major critic of the events. Like I said, scanning the plan. If anyone wants to know how crazy it is, they're going to have shaded areas for people to stand in line because they're going to check your temperature every day. You come in, you get a wristband every day that you come in after you get your temperature checked, and then every day they're going to give you a packet with a mask and hand sanitizer. Everybody that comes on the everybody campus. that comes on the property, and that's for every day. So for every practice day, every qualification day, you'll get a wristband. They'll check your temperature. They even thought of the shade thing because somebody was like, "What happens if you're staying in the sun for ten minutes, waiting then to get it?" And they hot. and they hit. And, well, okay, and it even says in the plan, you'll have a shaded area. There'll be a person whose sole job is to direct you to the shortest line to get you through there. But like. I mean, how much money is he going to spend to have that much hand sanitizer That's for wild. all the qualification days, practice days, all those days? And they're, so if you're like me and you've got a parking pass, you're going to roll in and there, you roll down the windows on both sides of the car. 
Everybody in the car gets the temperature gun. As long as you all pass, you're good. If somebody doesn't pass, you don't get ejected. You get pulled into a secondary screening, and then they talk to you, and they give you an actual oral thermometer, because if you were just hot, sure, they're not going to throw you out. So. It's a it's as well thought out plan as I've seen anybody offer. What day do you what when do you usually get there? Carb day? Thursday? Uh it's always different. So I, race day we you know, we're the six AM when the gates open. Yeah. Uh and I normally try to go to a practice day or two and qualifying days. Yeah. This year I may just go race day. I I'm not certain. Okay. Um it's uh, Zach will be there every day and I you know and we'll I'm see. camping, I'll be there. Yeah. So. It depends. Awesome. It depends. I've done carb day in the past, but this year carb day is going to be very different. Yeah. I was wondering Um, about that. So I'm, you know, for the qualifying weekend last year, I was at a Wisconsin, up in Wisconsin for a wedding. I, I really like to consume what's happening and actually watch the, watch the timing and scoring and data and other stuff. So I'm good in person. I, if I don't feel like I'm going to be there enough in the month, I don't buy the credentials and I'll just watch on the, on the live app or whatever. And, I pay for my NBC gold and I do it that way. So that's kind of what I'm planning on doing this year. Gotcha. Yeah. You never know. I don't know if I'll go to carb day, but I'll be there on race day. Yep. Whether it's media or fan or whatever. Yep. Yeah, we'll, be, fan. <laughs> we'll be turn three infield having a good time. So Chase is going to bitch out on me and go to Michigan though. So we'll see. Uh-huh. We can't, there's no, there's no, we'll, we'll see. see tomorrow. If you want, if you think you're going 50, 50, 35 bucks, buy your ticket tomorrow and we're good. But don't, don't, don't be like, Oh, you know, you're probably going to have so space. You can set up your own carport. In the in turn three. <laughs> oh yeah, it should be gotta, it should be it's going to be fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. I got to get on that. I got to get a ticket. Yeah, let, me, let us and know. And they said you won't have anybody next to you, and you won't have anybody in front of you, and you won't have anybody behind you in the grandstands if you have a grandstand seat. All right, so sports are back. Indy 500 Guppy. is the tip of the spear. Oh. Yes, Guppy, sir. How do you feel about your Washington's football team? <laughs> uh, yes, the I Washington go- football. team. I was going to mention that the Washington football team. It's going to be so amazing. That's the name. You don't have any tattoos, do you, Christopher? <laughs> nope. I don't have any. You know what the most shocking thing was? is How old is their owner? Dan Snyder? Yeah. Like, I think I saw a picture old. of him. He did, not look, he did nah. not look old enough to be that tone deaf. He's just... <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, because I, I'm a, I, I listen to Bob and Tom. Chick's been calling for this for years. He's, he said they've stopped. A lot of places don't even acknowledge what the name of the team is. And... And I was like, oh, this has to be one of those like crazy 89-year-old owners that's nope, just not a billionaire like the Raiders owner. He's owned up for 20 years. And I look, and he I'm like, and, no, yeah. he looks like he's like he could be yeah. – he's probably because he's rich, but he looks like he could be like $2.6 billion dollar net worth. Yeah. Jeez, man. Tough to care about a lot of shit when you got that much money. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> He's got screw you money. I don't care. Um, I was, uh, Greg Easterbrook's been banging the drum for 20 years, calling him the Washington, D.C. Uh, indigenous – DC drainage <laughs> basin indigenous people. I think I was, in, I was kind of thinking like Potomac, the Potomac drainage basin indigenous people is what he's called them. I, I, I thought it could be kind of interesting if they would have kind of gone like the Syracuse route and they just would have become the, the Washington red. Yeah. Like, you know, like the Syracuse orange or the Stanford Cardinal, you know, just, just the red, but I'd probably give some bad still, you know, they, would think they kept the colors. Name. I don't know. It's weird. Like it's a, it's a big undoing. And they basically announced today that they're going to keep the colors, go like Alabama football and just put the players number on the helmets for the year. And yep, that's yep. what they're going to do. All I got to say is I have a Facebook memory five years ago where I said the Washington Sentinels, I like the name. <laughs> I'm just saying I was ahead of the curve. Red tails would be cool. They toss around red, yeah, red tails. Yeah, yeah. The red tails, I thought would be it would have been like that. Interesting. We talked yeah. about red hawks, the warriors red, a couple weeks red ago. Wolves, the Washington warriors, red wolves. Yep. Warrior, but then does warriors still kind of? I don't know. Ask Golden because, State or uh, are they Golden State? True. What are they? What are they? The Golden, Golden State, State warriors. warriors. Yeah. yeah. 
that their logo isn't. I mean, it can be any type of warrior, bridge, I, I guess. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. I, I went to my grade school, first or eighth grade, St. Barnabas Warriors, and we had a giant, uh, you know, Native American chief as our, uh, as our mascot. So my dad and Jim Deshays went to Messina Central High School, and they were the Red Raiders Indians. Now, gotcha. now they're the Raiders, and they're more like the Oakland, well, the Los Angeles or the <clears throat> Las Vegas, Vegas. Las Vegas, Las Vegas. Raiders. Uh, it's more of a, you know, uh, a badass than an Indian. Cool. But, See, uh, well, you know, that, that, that depends on too. That's what's going to, I mean, like the, the Cleveland Indians. I mean, when's that happening? Right? Chief I mean, Wahoo that, got ejected. Chief yeah. Wahoo is no more, but you would think that, I mean. Where's, where do you draw know. the line, though? You, you Are the kids red the Chiefs though, a problem? That sounds racist. You hear Indians, not as bad. It's on the line. Redskins, red, everybody, everybody can agree. Redskins Every, was a problem. Yeah, Redskins was racist. Right. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's an actual derogatory term for a group of people. Like, you, yeah. <laughs> you got the Braves. Like, I don't know. I don't have a problem with the Braves, but my opinion doesn't matter. So, I don't. Yeah, but the tomahawk chop thing in the '90s that you would get—that's that's gone now. Well, right? I was, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, they I was, I was born in '95, so I don't. I don't God know damn it, Chase! I stop making me feel old, okay? <laughs> yeah, but the yeah, Look, I, get on my knee and let me tell you about Tom Glavin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, you know the first ba- major league game I went to was uh, Braves at Expos. <laughs> yeah. You brought, the, you brought the razor earlier, and I was like, "Oh, Randy Johnson, the guy that killed the bird." How <laughs> <laughs> long ago that was? Say the devil rays. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so are we gonna have? We're gonna have the ultimate epic. Hold on. What about Mike Tyson stepping back in the ring? Is he gonna have to face Holyfield? No, it's, Roy uh, Jones. Exhi- Roy Jones Jr. Yeah, yeah. eight rounds. Wait, Wait is, is that official? I think it'd be more 12th. fun if he was. Is that official? I'd be. Yeah, it'd be more fun so. if it was Roy yeah, Wood. It's official. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like I, you've, I've seen videos of him, and he looks like he's a, still a fast. Beast. Oh, dude, still fast. He's a bull, man. You could yeah. freaking. There's no whack any of us. Even out. he's like 53, 54. Ain't no way in hell I'm stepping in the ring with him. Nah, just N- never. He, he was. I get a fear boner for sure. <laughs> 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 he was big time overweight. That's, that's what you call your random. Yeah, boners. I saw a picture of him like a few years yeah. ago. And he was fat, and now yeah. he's just ripped. And he got ripped again. Yeah. So that'll be Definitely fun. <laughs> September 12th will be added in everything else that's going on. So 2020, everybody shit on 2020 all year long. This is the worst thing ever. Sure. Now the NFL is starting in 50 days. Uh-huh. The NBA starts next week. There's major league baseball. Somebody's not wearing their mask in this. <laughs> outside, outside, outside the jail, the common wall we share with the jail. I'm watching the Yankees and, and uh, Washington nationals right now. Nice. My expos, they got moved stolen from the fine people of, Ca- of Canada. There's a NASCAR race on right now that for some reason we're not watching. IndyCar is in the middle of their season. Mm-hmm. Hockey's coming back. Yeah, it is. Right. Baby. We've got, I don't even know. I mean, the what, soccer. Plan for I, October, I, the 3M I tournament was happening right now. We got soccer. And as soon as we finish the NBA season from last year, we're going to do it again. College football is supposed to be starting up. We're going to have like nine to 10 major sporting sports happening at the same moment. Yeah. The 2020 has big time, um, you know, redemption vibes. They, they have a big chance to really bring it together here in the second half um, with all those things that you said. So fingers crossed. Man. How many TVs do you have in your living room, Joey? And what's enough? We're going to beat ups after this, but how many TVs do you, do you reasonably think you need to have? See, you know, usually what happens at my folks place is that's our kind of compound and we'll, we'll get, we'll get three TV screens out there 
and then we'll have a laptop up. On like That's a, what I consider the, yeah. the potters on like a, my compound. Yeah, like a Sunday of football. You know what I mean? Uh, so that probably will be happen, happening regularly, uh, hopefully, here in the fall. So at least four. Four <sighs> screens. Damn it. Jimmy Johnson's winning the NASCAR race right now. I didn't put that bet in. <laughs> so third plus thirty nine hundred. So I almost Jimmy did Johnson, it. Man, I go to a- Jeremiah's in laws a lot to watch sports, and I have actually purchased a TV for their house that we put up on the wall. Very so nice. We are at three TVs over there at the Potters, I believe. I think three yeah. TVs is good. You know, yeah. it's like that's it's not too overwhelming to try to you know balance everything. But I started this in our in our living room. Zach, you've had like six TVs in six months, but they you'd uh, only get one at a let's time. Not talk about that. <laughs> He's got a three year old that throws shit at the TV and just breaks them. Yeah, he broke, he broke like two TVs in like a month, and then he broke another one last year. I hadn't bought a TV for like my entire life, and I bought four TVs in the last year. And a half. I mean, yeah. like I feel like the first one you're definitely pissed, but then by like the fourth one, it's like hey, this kind of uh, this, <laughs> the He's got it. The He's second, got it on video. He's got cameras yeah, set up in the house. the second one I have on video because the second one, the first, first one and third one were accidents. Um, the second one, he walked up and took a piece of metal and just like ping and hit it. And I have the video of just before and just after the impact, like him looking at it and going, and like scurrying away. And yeah, that one, I just was like, I just didn't want to talk to anybody for a while. Was, <laughs> so Tyson's coming back. Jared, did you hear Coach Ducks retired? Coach what? Doug Collins. You don't know who Coach Doug's is? Gus Duggerton. He went out on top. Yeah, he did. Brian LSU another national t- title. <sighs> Here's he, the- he doesn't know who Doug's is because he's 80 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I, I love Joey like a brother, and I try to connect so hard, but 80% of the stuff Joey does is college-based. And I don't, I, and I, I don't I, think that's true. It, 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 the Coach O stuff and the, and the Saban thing. And to me, Saban. He's got a new one where it's, uh, so if you're making boy, a college uh, reference, I'm dense is what I'm saying. Ben Shapiro. Oh, do you see? got a new Ben I dropped, Shapiro. I dropped a Ben Shapiro. Did, oh, it, no. It, it, we, did fairly well. It's, it did fairly it's well. really good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. But, but to uh, me, Saban is still the guy that quit Miami and has it coming, right? Like that's in, in my yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah. You know, Saban but is this, Michigan State. He's he, hey, he LSU. Won that championship LSU. Yeah. How and, weird right. Is that? And, and, and that's uh-huh. where I, I remember that. But very vividly remember him winning the national championship, holding up the, uh, uh-huh. the trophy. Yeah. All of that. The crystal ball. And the crystal, the crystal football. Uh-huh. And then going to Miami and then quitting. I'm not quitting. I'm not leaving this job. Next yep. day he's in freaking Alabama. Yep. And I've still been waiting it for it to not work out. And it seems to be going just fine. It's going but, very well. <laughs> but this isn't, Doug's isn't even me. I mean, I've had a hand in some of it, but it's a, it's a fake coach. Yeah. So oh, it's a video big cat coach. from Barstool. Yeah. He, uh, when sports shit the bed. Yeah. Yes. He started playing. Uh, NCAA football on Xbox on X- Xbox yeah. uh-huh. and he, he'd stream it to Twitch. Okay. And it's, it's like what a seven year old video game, something like yep. that along the lines. Like I think the last one was 2014. So do the math. <laughs> and, uh, he just blew, like, he was already famous, but like it just blew up him playing a seven year old video game. Yeah. He just created this coach <laughs> out of nowhere. Like the most stereotypical, like football coach, yeah. like dip in the lip, like and overweight. Then the best part about it is <laughs> he, he just, he created this, this coach you know, he's a big guy. And then this random guy, <laughs> it looks exactly like him in real life. <laughs> and he created a, a Twitter account of him. 
It's insane. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. yeah, it's totally like he. I was like, did you know that guy? And then yeah, he's like, I literally that no, that was my <laughs> chance. That, so yeah, but he he went on top, so he he finished up right in time for sports to start. It's a big, it was a big thing over quarantine. That is amazing. Yeah, he had like literally would have like seventy five thousand yeah. people watching just watching on Twitch video game. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, we're desperate times we call for yeah. desperate measures, baby. Look, I iRacing on NBC was an appointment thing for me. Yeah, so I, I, sure. I, I, it is absolutely nobody, when we explain this to future generations, nobody's going to understand the no. suffering and no, what was, what was hopefully. socially, what socially made sense and what we were so desperate for. Hopefully. Um, I wonder how many kids, cause kids do watch that kids like watch Twitch and stuff. I wonder how many kids were making fun of their parents for watching <laughs> racing stuff. Like, yeah. I thought watching video games is stupid. Dad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, six months ago, I was watching Minecraft, learning how to do something with redstone. And now here you are. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Great call. man. W- watching sure. the, watching the halfback dive. Yeah. <laughs> well, I give my brother or my son, my seven year old watches, we don't even have Minecraft. He's watching Minecraft videos all the time. And YouTube, I'm like, what man. are you doing? Yeah, YouTube and Twitch. Why? Yeah, my little cousins watch the weirdest well, shit. He, he's found, I'd shut YouTube off on his tablet. There's some of those guys that have deals with Amazon Prime Video. Yeah. They're like, they you, because I'm like, I found a shot. I was like, I'm sick of listening to this. And then now he watches some guy. He sounds like Zach Braff off of Scrubs. <laughs> You've mentioned this before. Yeah. And so I hear this guy. I'm like, why is he I'm like, oh, it's the guy from Scrubs narrating video games again. But, they, but these guys have deals. And Boy, is his career. Career taking a yeah, dive. <laughs> taking it up like, but he's watching this on like Amazon Prime Video. So these guys are getting paid by Amazon, yeah, to stream to play video games. I'm like, Ugh, thing, man. it's frustrating. But I'm like, well, my kid loves watching it, and he's like, I want to get Minecraft now. I'm like, no, not yet. <laughs> oh, is it, a, can, is it a weird feeling when you you have like an athlete retweet you or something? Uh, I mean, it's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's surreal. Yeah, yeah. it's. uh yeah, definitely. Um, definitely like, whoa, crazy. Like, uh, when I met Johnny on Monday, last Monday, um, I made a point. I just, I was, I didn't, I don't golf. So I was like, AC, I'll be there. But I, I literally just don't. Can golf. I drive the, can I drive the beverage cart? Yes. Right? Yeah. So essentially <laughs> that's what I was doing. I had yeah. my buddy riding around with me and we, I was just driving from hole to hole. Just, and I find, I found Menzel and I parked and, and I got out and I was just like, Hey, I had to say, Hey, to Johnny football, man, blah, blah, blah. And he was just like, Hey, Joey, it's about time we met, man. And I was like, Oh, no, <laughs> that's yeah, like, so knows like, who you are. Shit yeah. like that is, is very, yeah. uh, I mean, it's real to be the best way to put it. It's very, very wild, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's cool. Who's <laughs> right. the craziest person that knew who you were before you, you didn't have to introduce yourself. You recall uh, Chase Payton. <laughs> no, no. And have you had to do any invitations for the person while they're standing there? Oh man. So I had to, uh, when the combine was in town, um, the people from the saints actually re- re- reached out to me and they were like, Hey, come to dinner with us at our team dinner at prime 47 in Indy. And we want you to like perform for us. And I was like, Oh man, I was like, <laughs> that sounds great, but terrifying at the same time. So okay. sounds, sounds great, but I don't normally do this. So yeah. we're learning together. Yes, yes, yes. And so they were like, well, we want you to do Sean Payton. So they sent me a, they sent me a saints quarter zip. They sent me a saints visor that I still have. And I was trying to get Sean Payton down their head coach. And he's just, he's tough, man. He, he, he kind of just like talks like a normal guy has a little bit of like a Southern draw maybe. And so I'm, I'm literally the whole team, the whole, all the coaches, all staff, the 
fucking owner, the I mean the media <laughs> people, they're all in this side room. I'm up there at the front and I'm wearing my Sean Payton stuff and and I just I didn't have Sean Payton down, <laughs> man. And it was it was uh, I I quickly uh pivoted uh to get away from that one. You and go I'm to Coach like, O, right? Well, and I started just like instead of impersonating Sean Payton, I just started making fun of Sean Payton and they all got a kick out of that. And then I just like went to like Coach O and like Mel Kiper from ESPN and just like different people like that. So which uh, which fall sport is Coach O most excited about? Do you think which other false? than college football? Yeah, we're getting into the golden era. What's Coach O most most ready for? Let me look at all these here. I think Coach O. I think is he, he a hockey uh, fan. Uh, I think he might be a NASCAR fan. <laughs> <laughs> down there in the south, out there with Ray Baker, there's a whole lot of fun going down there. A lot of tigers down there. So go watch a little bit of racing in NASCAR. Coach O's a big Bubba Wallace. Fan. <laughs> <laughs> Coach O's in the Richie Petty forty three. Yes, yes. Oh yes. man, there you go, Mason. I did yeah, that for you. He was yeah. begging. He was begging for something. And then, <laughs> and then the other one that was like, man, the, the moment I'm like, Joey's really arrived. There were two things. Okay. It was the holy shit. I've never seen anybody go to Barstool and then get an intro video that included like Joey's the draft pick, right? Like, yeah. like Rich Eisen was in the video announcing that you were yeah, at Barstool. Yeah. Yeah. Surreal. Rich is, he's, he's a very, very good. He's a great guy. Uh, he's, he's awesome. And, uh, but, um, it was funny. So when I came up with that, I, I was like, how do I want to announce this? Blah, blah, blah. And then I texted Dave Portnoy. And I was like, Hey, I want to do this like draft type of thing. And I want to see if you'd be like the commissioner and, and, you know, lead it off. He's like, yeah, for sure. And, uh, then later that day or the next day, I'm at my previous job, you know, I'm on my last week of work. There just screwing time. off, just screwing yeah. off. And all of a sudden I look down and Dave Portnoy is calling me. I'm like, Oh man, <laughs> I'm like, what did he find? Like, am I in trouble? This is, this is, yeah, I was very nervous. And then he just wanted to know how to pronounce my name. And then he fucked it up anyways. <laughs> so, usually it's pronounced uh, Molinero. And he was like, Molinero. Molinero. <laughs> it doesn't sound like he's screwing it up. It, just says, it sounds like he's saying like Dave. And like does, Dave right? Portnoy. Yeah, right. sure, yeah. sure. So in his head, he was saying Molinero, but it came out that way. Uh, but it was, it, was, uh, it was really funny. But yeah, Rich is, uh, Rich is an awesome guy. Yeah. And then the other one was when when there would start to be, and this is all in the November, December thing. Mm -hmm. And everybody's telling Frank Caliendo, you need to do at coach O. And he says, no, Joey does coach O, right? Like the, the deference of like, no, you guys don't understand that Joey is the top of the game. Like he's, he's it. I'm like, man, yeah, I I was blown away for you. Like that was, that was awesome. I was going to say, have you, have you interacted with Caliendo? Cause he's kind of that, the NFL, he's kind of that guy. Yeah, no, definitely. Frank is, uh, I mean, I, I looked up to Frank forever. I mean, me yeah. when he used to be on like Mike and Mike back in the day, me and my family. Yeah, I know. But like, it was like appointment view. <laughs> oh, same like, and samer. Stop it over my, there. My, my parents would like record it, you know, Steve so then I forever, could come yeah. home after school and watch Frank on Mike and Mike because it was just so good. Uh, and, and yeah, so he's always been somebody of like, it's the best. And he's been great to like, you know, he doesn't like think I'm stepping on his turf or he just has like embraced me and like taken me in and, and we're friends now. We, we talk on a pretty regular basis and we've done a couple of videos together. And, and so Frank's been, Frank's been awesome. What was more exciting getting to work for Barstool or getting a video you posted in high school on Tosh Point. <laughs> um, definitely Barstool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was more, more trouble that came with the Tosh Point thing. So, um, I guess maybe at the time being 18 and 
you know, all that stuff had that, that was, it was really exciting. Uh, but no, it definitely doesn't, doesn't compare to where, <laughs> where, where we are now. So, yeah. All right. Final, well, we're going to move into final thoughts, but I, I just want to mention uh, real quick before we get into final thoughts that I am so thankful to have water again. We, Newcastle was a third world country because we had an explosion. Been following uh, on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> still, I'm still waiting for the boil order to end because I was like, you can't keep kids from like trying to drink their bath water. And I walked down like day one. The life you live and just looked, scares the hell yeah, out of me, yeah. Zach. I looked down at Ellen's glass. I'm like, where'd you get that water from? I'm like, that's not from the faucet, is it? I'm like, is that lim-? Cause it was like, is that lemonade, like weak lemonade or water? He's like, what's water? I'm like, don't drink that. And, and like, he, just, he just got himself. A, and at that point, the water wasn't clear yet. So. <laughs> Uh, we had so Sarah and I were coming home Tuesday night from my nephew's little league game in Knightstown and she sees on Facebook that there's a water main break. I'm like, Oh, okay. And she's like, there's people are saying that I have water. I'm like, well, sucks for them. <laughs> and then she's, she keeps scrolling. She's like, Oh, it says there's no water by Walmart. And it was the first one was, it was over like downtown over here in this side of town. I'm like, ah, we'll be fine. I, I'm friends with Greg. He's in charge. He says it's a big loop. No big deal. You know, it's fine. Mm. And then she's like, it's out by Walmart, which is right by our house. I'm like, oh, no, this is, this is bad. <laughs> and if you saw where the water main break was, it's across town from there. And like, it's about as far as you can away from that yeah. break as you and can And it get. turns out it was like the main line coming out of the water plant. Oh, man. So it was, it turned into the most un, like a once in a lifetime generational sinkhole in between all these house, these houses behind the Kroger. And it drained every bit of water out of the three water towers in town. And it was bone dry. And it, it, you just, you, the newspaper was, uh, Travis, our friend Travis was down there taking pictures and keeping everybody updated from the city. Uh, everybody in the, in the area updated. And it was just unreal. Like it was like lose a man inside of this hole. It looked like you could fit. Wow. It was probably a 50 by 50 hole in the pictures, yeah. six, 10 feet deep. They had six pumps running. Every bit of water in the system was all dumping on this little, this little intersection. And these guys are out there with a thunderstorm coming in. I was just like, oh, this is crazy. I never confirmed crazy. it. I think it like flooded the Kroger parking lot because it's, it was also a low spot in the, in town. It's down at the bottom of the hill and it was, it's like a block from the water treatment plant. And I think it might have even flooded down there, just them pumping the water out. And it, it did. <laughs> yeah. It broke at like 5 30. And I get oh. up in the morning. I'm like, do I have water yet? And I look and tra- Travis is posting pictures from like one or two o'clock in the morning. And they're like, they can almost see the water main now. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my God. I woke like, up at 6 a.m. and got, I, I set the alarm and I went to the bathroom sink and turned it on. There was nothing I'm like, Oh, this is, yeah, this is horrible. Hair. This is oh, horrible. Damn, so we had to go to the in-laws house and shower over there. And then you can't make coffee. Uh, you can't flush your toilets. It, all of these problems. It's like, I had no idea how yeah, much Yeah, everything's connected. You don't you don't think about it. So it was <laughs> I was so thankful they got it back on, but uh yeah, it's going to be a couple of days before we can drink our water. Yeah, even when they got back on, they're like, "Please wait to use it. We have to refill all the water towers." I was like, "You never think about having to fill a water tower." That's a yeah. lot. Of water. Three of them. Three yeah. of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Surreal. So thank you to to uh, Mayor York, Greg Phipps, and everybody else at the water uh, at the water plant. So happy to be back on. And now we can start to position or work into final thoughts. Producer Chris. Um, I don't have a lot of final thoughts. Right, just we'll you should check out the Patreon side. Yeah. We had a, there's a, you had a very interesting, interesting story. Yes. Interesting conversation. Um, I'll tease it by just saying we're not going to get too attached to Guffy over there. Yeah, maybe not. Check it out at any <laughs> level and you'll find <laughs> out why. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Chase buddy. 
you and I, every time we go fishing, we talk about Joey. Here he is. This I know. This is your chance. Yeah. Pour your heart out to him. A couple awesome. months ago, we were fishing. I was like, dude, have you seen how much Joey's blown up? He's got like 250K on, on Twitter. I was like, that's insane. I'm like, is that a lot? How many do I have? 200. Oh, yeah. That's, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. No, I want to congratulate you because you Thanks, are now man. officially the second most famous person that I've ever met. Nice. Uh, right behind Vice President uh, Mike Pence. <laughs> but you are definitely yeah. the most popular person. <laughs> <laughs> hey, both um, Indiana boys, so that's, that's right. not bad, you know? No, I've I've been a fangirl of Barstool for like, I don't know, like four or five years. I've been listening sure. to PMT ever oh, since yeah. it started, basically. The best, yeah. So, like, I, I followed you for a while. I'm, like, I'm super happy for you. And thanks, man. I, thanks for coming on because you're course. way cooler than us. No, so. <laughs> no, of course. Thank you. Thank you for following. That's, That's awesome. all I got. That's I it. And now you're wavering Yankees. on the Indy 500. All right, how are we doing on the bets? You go. You gonna win? Yankees are winning. Yankees they need Dodgers winning. tonight. Uh, Dodgers are late. Dodgers. They're ten yeah. o'clock, right? Yeah. yeah. Catch a little bit of that. All right, Joey. How do people follow you? What do they do? What's the? Uh... Yeah, yeah. Um, so, final thoughts. Thanks to you guys again. This is always a blast coming out here. I love love coming out. This is a really a dream studio. I mean, this is awesome. It's uh, what you guys have, have done. It's it's really 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 cool, and I, I admire it a lot. Thank so, you so much yeah. to the Patreon people. He make it happen. Yeah. Oh, this is a hobby that you guys, uh, you guys, all we have to do is show up. So thank you to that crowd. Well, yeah. Thank you. Know, thank yes. you guys for having me. Thank you to them to, to be able to make this possible. Um, yeah. You can follow me pretty much everywhere um, at Joey Molinero. Joey, you know, typical way Molinero, M-U-L-I-N-A-R-O. Um, my final thought would be uh, I have uh, the Cup of Joey uh, series that I've started up uh, with Barstool. It's a, uh, Essentially, just two people, um, you know, enjoying a conversation over a cup of coffee. So I bring in somebody that I that I'm friends with or that I find inter- uh, interesting, and um, you know, and I interview them. I just started up this past week. PFT commenter from uh, Pardon My Take, my buddy. Uh, that that episode is live. Um, I just just interviewed uh, a special guest for episode two today. Um, Christian McCaffrey from the Carolina Panthers. I was, I uh, noticed you guys, uh, you guys were, you were kind of giving them hell on Instagram the other day. Uh, yeah. I was giving them a little <laughs> bit of shit. When um, you interview him, is it in person or is it like over just like, over zoom? Yeah. No, he makes Christian fly so. to so Indianapolis did, to come to his Starbucks. See him as he is as, as sexy as, Oh man, he's, he's perfect. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, I, t- I told my wife, I was like, he's just like the way better, you know, he's blonde hair, blue eyes. So he's just the way better looking version of me and way better, <laughs> way better at football. But, uh, that's, I was, I, 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 this is where I feel old. I was a fan of his dad. Like, Oh, I was yeah, a it, fan of Ed. Uh, yeah. I mean, Ed, Ed was, Ed won two Super Bowls with, sure. with, with Elway. It was great. Yeah. He, yeah. Was, he was the man. But, um, so each Monday, uh, I'm trying to hit an episode of that. It'll be about 15, 20 minutes long. Again, just a, a conversation over a cup of coffee. And uh, you guys are actually the first people to know that uh, that I locked up Christian. So that's amazing. Um, breaking breaking news here uh, on Boss Hog, but uh, that'll be coming out Monday. It'll be you know on Barstool's website, all over my social medias and everything. So be sure to check that out. Very fun. Mm-hmm. Zach, what you got for me, man? I don't have much. Um, no. Check out the Patreon. There's some good stuff in the Patreon this time. Get to listen to my Jeffy. Way better than other times. Yeah. Yeah. And at my expense, some of it. Um, but just, yeah, check out the show. Thanks to, thank, really, thanks to the water department for staying up all night. And then I saw that Greg was at work the next day. All day. Having not had, I had, told his, he's still wearing his boots. I told his daughter, Katie Joe, I said, make sure he took a nap today. She's like, he never came home. He stayed out all day. <laughs> that sounds about right. So yeah. That was a bit, I mean, it was, unless it was a nightmare for citizens. It was, I can't imagine. You saw pictures of him like, hanging down in the hole 
it looked like one of those on, where yeah. you've got guys that are literally like held on by their by their belt and so they're underwater trying to do stuff it's just and it's not clean water right it's just it's horrific um, yeah muddy nasty and, and it it broke like a half an hour after they got off of work i bet yeah because yeah. <laughs> it broke at five thirty in the evening so i bet they're like yeah probably just sat down for dinner and like guess what you're not gonna be home till for 12 or 13 hours yeah and by the way when you get home you can't shower either um <laughs> I wanted to bring up to Zach. Have you watched? Have you got Peacock yet on your uh, on the on the app on, no, the, on the phone? I haven't. Lost racetracks with Dale Earnhardt Jr. He came to Indiana. He came to uh, the Jungle Speedway, jung- just, the Jungle yeah, Track. I was just listening to, to Dale Jr. before yeah. I, I worked today. I was knocking out the Red Farmer and getting into Mark Martin, little Mark Martin. You're a couple weeks behind. You got to check. Yeah, out. I was on vacation. I didn't listen to anything while I was on vacation. I tried to driving home and then. I broke a wheel. You, you yeah. act like <laughs> you act like you act like going on vacation. Podcasts are work, and and you no, don't. My vacation is so <laughs> ideal. I get up, I get kid cereal in the morning. Tricks was the cereal of the week. Walk down off the deck onto the beach, play on the beach, up for lunch, back to the beach, come back up, out for dinner. But like when you have a house on the beach, I don't do. I'm never sitting still long enough, and I have kids. I couldn't have worn like earbuds on the. They would have washed away. That's ideal. That sounds really good. Yeah. This is Zach is so routine oriented. You've done this every year of your existence. every year since 1984. Yeah, always same beach, same mile of beach. Like the farthest away is that there's the farthest house from that one I recall staying in was like there's one that was way down in the 80s, but like from the 90 on. It's the farthest house away from where I'm staying now is five is a half a mile. It's awesome. So that's crazy. All right. And the last one I had uh, real quick from me is I wanted to shout out. I, I know your boy Dave Portnoy was in town and he got some corn on the cop yeah. on the place that yeah. was mailed to uh, shipped to him. And I thought he came to Markle. I thought he came to Indiana. I'm yeah. like, Joey, yeah, <laughs> the boss man's in town. Are you going to get him on the show Thursday night too? Um, but uh, Ellen K Cade, Cade was sharing that and saying, Hey, I think that's the best sweet corn. Our, our sweet corn up here on uh, State Road Three. Sweet corn is in here in town. So okay. you got to grill it. You got to get you a little. All right. Uh, cool. So and the yeah, beef, and the beef's great. And yeah, check that out too. Thank you guys all for supporting the show. We appreciate everybody uh, showing up. Uh, give us a like, subscribe, share. Uh, shoot me an email, Jeremiah at uh, BossHogLiberty dot com. We don't uh, we don't ask you to rate us in the iTunes very much, but that helps us uh, pop up the ranks a little bit. So. Five stars in there, unless you're my mom, then give me four because that's you just grade me on the curve. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll see you all next week. Thank you for listening to the Boss Hog of Liberty, which is part of the We Are Libertarians Network. I am Chris Spangle, and I am the founder of this network. And I invite you to listen to all of our shows, which you can find at WeAreLibertarians.com or by searching for these in your podcatcher. The flagship show is the We Are Libertarians podcast, where we apply libertarian principles to current events. The Brian Nichols Show is a conversation amongst Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, Independents, as they talk about what is happening in the news. And we have many other podcasts like The Chris Spangle Show, Upward, The Cost, Raw Audio Politics, Miranda's World, and Tad Talk, which is quite a ride. So check all of these out. Go to WeAreLibertarians.com and you can check out all of our great podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at WeAreLibertarians.com.